0: Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven, tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through four job search channels that you should be considering if you're job searching in 2022. So you probably know me as the guy who teaches you how to land a job without applying online. And that is still the channel that, I believe, and that the data is showing us is the best way in the door. But that data is in aggregate, right? And the job search looks very different for everybody. For example, my wife, Lily, when she's gone through job searches in the past, she has an insane hit rate for her online applications, because she has a very specific background, and she's applying for very specific roles. So her online application response rate is insane. It's like, 60, 70, sometimes 80% depending on the job search. And so would I ever tell her to stop applying online and to only focus on referrals or something else? Absolutely not. I want you to do what's working for you. And the only way to know what that is is to cast a wide net at the beginning of your job search to get a bunch of data across all of these different channels and then to double down on what's working for you. So what I want to talk about first are four different job search channels that you should be considering. And then I want to talk through how you can get data behind those channels that will help inform the rest of your job search so that you can maximize your results. So the four channels that you should be considering are referrals, online applications, recruiting firms and communities. So let's break each of these down in a little more detail. For the first channel, we have referrals and that is the bread and butter for cultivated culture. When we look at the data, only about 10% of applicants come via referral And referrals make up about 40 to 80% of the hires out there. So the data is telling us that on average, across the board, referrals typically give us our best shot at getting in the door and getting hired. And the way that you generate these referrals is exactly what we talk about on this podcast all the time. You're going to come up with a list of target contacts. You're going to research them. You're going to work to build relationships with them. And then you're going to hopefully convert that relationship into a referral. So again, the data, both in aggregate and with all the clients that we work with shows that this is typically the most effective channel across the board. But there are three other channels that you should be trying at the beginning of your job search in order to cast a wide net and have a holistic view of what the data looks like for you and your individual job search. The second channel that you should consider are online applications. So as I mentioned with my wife, there are some people out there who have really, really high hit rates with online applications. Sometimes the reason for that is very obvious. You have a very specific background, you're targeting very specific roles. Other times it's not so obvious. You just throw applications out there and you get a really high hit rate and that feels great and that is awesome. You should not completely ignore this channel because if you do, you're leaving a bunch of opportunities on the table. But what you wanna do is allocate your time proportionally. And that's something that we're gonna talk about in a little bit. So if online applications are working for you after you've submitted 50 or 100 applications, you're seeing the results that you want. That's awesome. We want to double down on this channel. If it's not working for you, if you're not getting interviews, if you're not getting the results that you want after 50 or 100 applications, it's probably time to focus on a different channel. The third channel that you should consider for your job search are recruiters and recruiting firms. So there are two different types of recruiters out there to keep things simple. There are in-house recruiters and then there are external recruiters. So in-house recruiters typically work At the company that they are hiring for. So let's say you have Microsoft, and Microsoft has an in house recruiting team, which uh, they do have some in house recruiters. They also contract some of it out. But if you have an in house recruiting team, whether they're W2 employees or contractors, it doesn't matter. Those people are hired by Microsoft to hire for Microsoft. And so they don't have any other roles typically in their pipeline outside of Microsoft roles. External recruiters typically make their money by recruiting for a number of firms. So what they do is they find candidates that they think are great candidates, great employees or great future employees, and then they try to place them with many different companies or one of many different companies who might be a good match. So these people have more opportunities at their disposal. They typically have relationships with a number of companies. They're typically working with multiple companies at a single time. And so you can increase your odds by increasing the volume of companies that this person can help you get in the door with. So it's good to know what both types of recruiters do. And you can target both of them, though I would probably recommend targeting external recruiters because they have a little bit more skin in the game. They're gonna get paid and they're gonna get paid really well if they end up placing you at a company. Whereas an in-house recruiter definitely gets paid more if they place more candidates, but they're gonna be paid less. Less of their salary and less of their compensation is based on these placements. Whereas external recruiters typically have a very large component tied to placing candidates. So they're gonna... Work a little bit harder on your behalf. So that's the third channel to consider. And the fourth and final channel to consider here are communities. So this could be a community of alumni, whether that's from your alma mater, your undergrad, or from some sort of boot camp or continuing education that you were a part of. Let's say you went to a boot camp at General Assembly, they have a whole alumni network. The other place that these communities exist are in Slack. And actually, a lot of job seekers are getting hired via Slack. I think the Wall Street Journal just had a great article about how this is one of the new big hiring channels where where people are. Finding jobs. And the way that they're doing that is they're seeking out these professional communities, whether they're for you know UX designers who all come together and they talk about UX design and they help each other upskill. And yes, they also help refer each other into jobs. These are the types of communities that are popping up and have been popping up for a while that people are taking advantage of. So these are all things that you'll want to get involved in. You wanna build relationships with people in, and you'll wanna leverage those to see if there are any opportunities out there. But those are the four major channels that you're likely going to use. In- In terms of maximizing your chances of getting a job offer, I would say that if you had to put a percentage on it, 90% of the job offers that you would receive are likely going to come through one of those four channels. So how do we then see which channels are working for us? And how do we choose an allocation for our time? Because at the end of the day, that's what really matters. We typically never want to completely exclude a channel unless it's just totally abysmal for us. But we do want to make sure that our time is allocated proportionally. So here is what I recommend. First and foremost, I want you to have a way to track the opportunities that you're generating through these channels. So the easiest way to do this is in some sort of spreadsheet, Google Sheet, uh, Excel Sheet, any of those are totally fine. But what I want you to do is have tabs for each of the channels, and I just want you to log all the opportunities. So if you end up building a relationship and you're trying to get a referral, you can log that in one tab. If you end up applying for a job online, you can log that in another tab. If you're working with a recruiter who's sourcing opportunities, you can log those opportunities in a third tab. And then finally, if you're part of some of these communities, you can keep that in the fourth tab. And then every single potential opportunity that comes up, and we want to think higher up in the funnel here, it's not just, hey, I got an interview, so I'm going to put it in the sheet, but it's, hey, I have a connection here, or hey, I'm part of this community, or hey, I applied to one job, I'm going to add that into the sheet, because it's just as important to see which things are not working as it is to see which things are working. That's the whole point of the strategy. So when you take an action, when you connect with somebody, when you apply for a job, when you talk to a recruiter, you want to add that into your sheet sheet. And then you want to keep track of all the downstream effects. So did you end up having a meeting with them? Did you end up actually getting an interview? Did you get a final round interview? And then did you eventually get the offer? That's how you're going to keep track of this stuff. And I would recommend putting through a decent sample size through each of these channels before you make a judgment about it. So if you are going through the referral channel, I want you to reach out to a minimum of 50 people before you make a judgment call about that channel. If you're applying online, I want you to submit a minimum of 50 online applications before you make a judgment about that channel. Channel. If you are working through recruiting firms, I want you to go through at least a couple of opportunities, I would say anywhere from five, let's say minimum of five opportunities with a recruiter before you make a judgment about that channel. And then finally, I want you to join a couple of different communities and actually invest, you know, add value to people build relationships with people for a minimum of two, three weeks before you judge that channel. Then what you're going to do is go back and look through all of your data and you're going to see what's working and what isn't. What channel is leading to the most interviews? What channel is leading to the most final round interviews if you have that data? And then what we're going to do is take most of our time and we're going to allocate it to those channels. So for example, let's say that referrals, again, are the channel that's working best for you. You sent out 50 emails, you've gotten replies from 10, 15 people, and you've ended up booking, let's say, eight interviews out of that. And then for the other channels, you're not seeing so much. You know, online applications aren't generating too much for you. Recruiting opportunities aren't really turning into anything. You're struggling to find some of these communities and make them work. Well, now what I want you to do is take 80 to 90% of your time every single day and invest it into building those relationships because that's what's working for you. And then the remaining 10 to 20%, you can divide equally between the other three channels. So that way, yes, you're still submitting online applications and covering that base. Yes, you're still indulging opportunities from recruiters recruiters who reach out to you. And yes, you're also still participating in these communities in case something does come out of any of those channels, but we're not allocating a disproportionate amount of time into the channels that aren't working for us. So that's how you're going to go about doing this. And the reason why this is so important is because A, so many job seekers only focus on one channel and they completely ignore the rest of the channels out there. They don't actually give them a fair shot. And then B, When that channel, that singular channel that the job seekers are focused on isn't working for them, they just keep showing up and keep reinvesting in that channel. And that doesn't really make any sense. So if you're job searching right now and you need to figure out what's working for you, go through this entire system, try all four of the channels, give them a fair shot, track the data, and then whatever's working, double down on that. Invest 80 to 90% of your time into that on a daily basis. And I promise you, you're gonna see better results. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. And if you found this episode to be valuable, if you learned something from it, please just share it with one other person who you think might find value in it as well. Those referrals, at word of mouth means a lot for us. It helps us grow and I'm so grateful for it. But either way, I hope you have an awesome rest of your week and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.